Welcome to Rowan College of Burlington County's Baroness Podcast. I'm Dr. Brooke Myatt, Program Chair and Assistant Professor of our Entertainment Technologies Department. I am a co-chair of the Women's Advocacy Group, a subcommittee of the President's Advisory Council on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. This monthly series highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community, and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. Tune in for a female perspective on the Burlington County community. We are here to listen to these amazing women. And if you want to hear from women who lead and inspire, this podcast is for you. Welcome to our June podcast. This month, we are still honoring women. That is what we do here on the Baroness podcast. June is Effective Communications Month. And I don't think we could have a better guest joining us than Joyelle Crawford, a certified professional career coach. They call her Fairy God Mentor, a podcaster herself with Career View Mirror, and amazing Amazon bestselling author. Show us your ask using your voice to advocate for yourself and your career. I am so happy to have you in the studio with us, Joyelle. How are you? I'm doing well, Brooke. Thanks for having me here. I just want to say that I need a fairy god mentor. I mean, I don't even know what that is, but I feel like I need one. (laughs) Tell me what that is. All throughout my life, and you've probably had fairy god mentors. It's just I gave the title to I w I w a fairy god mentor. You've oh. probably already fairy god mentoring. Um, <laughs> all throughout my career and my life, I've had um, men and women who have flown in to help lift me up as I climb the ladder of success. Um, people who have taught me life lessons and career lessons and. I dubbed them fairy god mentors, and I was actually talking to a fairy god mentor of mine. She goes, if you keep on using that, I'm going to register it. And so I was like, okay, I better, I better register this. This is a, this is a great title and name. And so we need to, p- we need to register it. We need to put it in the dictionary yes. and there needs to be a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm deeming. Um, you know, I love that you said that there's all these people that bring you up and support you. And on the Baroness, I feel like that theme has comes up every month. We we talk to these women and I'm like, they have this kind of this network of these ladies that support them and inspire them. You know, it's the person, the first person you want to call in like you're, you're outside of your immediate family like network, right? Yes. Who are some of those people and, and, and how did they support you in, in, in your life? I would definitely say that my, my core are my mother's best friends. Um, they were the village that really helped raise me up. There was a point in time where um, I was teased about how I spoke. Um, I didn't speak black enough and... Uh, people would tease me. And so I started to retreat inside of myself. And um, these women started to see me withdraw. And they saw the potential that I had um, to kind of share my talents out in the world. So they thrust me into opportunities that um, really showcased my voice. And um, they were like original oratory and, and singing competitions and piano competitions. And I was singing in festivals and things of that nature. And I didn't understand it at the time. But what they were doing was getting me to uh, appreciate the gifts that I had and share them with other people. 
And I used to be really resentful about how pushy they were. And my mom was one of those people too, you know, constantly, you know, having me read um, at dinner time. And, you know, if I was mispronouncing a word, she would correct it. I used to love reading books like Judy Bloom or anything that had a curse word in it. So it was like, okay to say it like <laughs> yeah. at the dinner table while she's cooking. Um, but yeah, she was helping me pronounce things correctly and helping me get my original oratory and my speaking, my professional speaking chops together. So I really think that that village, uh, my mom and her best friends, they they were the OGs. They were the OG fairy god mentors that really helped push me into the things that I really am passionate about. I love that you said your speaking chops because I feel that you know, I, I want you to tell our audience basically y- your story, and I think it's really powerful. And I think many women don't really realize the power that we have at any time in our life. And you kind of did a, a change up, and and you re I think reevaluated your speaking chops at this point and your whole way, uh, your whole persona, and your whole career. Can you share our audience your story of, of, of your career life lifeline, I can say? Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's, a, you know, if it was like if I was a palmistry, it would be like almost like a spiral. <laughs> yeah, but it was so powerful. Line. When we when we chatted before we're here today, I was just like so inspired. I'm like, wow, so many people just don't realize that at any age, at any place in your life, you can you can make a change. Yes. Yes. So tell us how you made that change. So um, it all started back when I got my first big girl job. I had just graduated from college. Yep. And I was a psychology major. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be a psychologist and do, you know, I'll be a guidance counselor and help other people. Sure. So I didn't even know it at the time that I career coaching was kind of in the in the space. It was in the already ether. in the mix. Yeah. So I had no idea. My mom was a therapist at at the time, she's a 40-year um, veteran therapist, and she's like, there ain't no money in therapy. Get out. Don't, <laughs> she, don't, don't. She's like, do not. She's like, I know I'm your support system, but this is not for you. This run, run far. This money. Yeah. And so I, was, I wasn't about the money. I was about the impact. Sure. But um, she was just like, no, no, no. And so a cousin of mine, uh, she's a sister cousin. I, I could consider her more like a sister, um, was working at this uh, telecommunications company. Bell Atlantic Mobile, yeah, uh, and uh, she's like, if you get here, you could get your degree, you could get tuition assistance to get your MBA because nowadays you need more than just a bachelor's degree to get anywhere. Sure. And so I was like, oh, okay. Only issue is that you've got to answer phones, and I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's just like, you've got to answer the calls. Like if people have problems programming their voicemail. Or their pagers. This is how long ago this was. Gotta love the pagers. And all the all the numeric codes. All I loved the it. codes yep. and their their the, you know the car phones that were installed in the oh side of the God. car. The bag car oh, phones that were like a, a br- like heavier huge. than a brick. Yeah. Oh, they were huge. So um, I took the job, and I immediately knew the guy in front of the classroom was doing what I wanted to do. He was standing in front of the classroom talking about the benefits of the organization and where you could go. And I was like, I want to do that. Literally day one of my first job, I was like, I don't want to do what I was hired to do. I want to speak in front of a large audience. 
I want to do that. You whatever found, you is. wanted to find your voice again. I wanted to find my voice again. So I just kept asking, which is why I wrote Show Your Ask. I just kept asking people, how did how do you get there? How do I get there? What do I need to do? And I kept creating opportunities to almost mimic where he was so that people knew I was serious about getting there. And then finally, about three years into working at Bell Atlantic Mobile, I got a phone call from somebody who I, I said, listen, I'll take out the trash. Just just hire me into HR. That's where I need to go. Yes. And he called and he said, we have an opening. We have an opening. I need an admin. You know how to answer phones because you did it for three years. Phones are the key. Phones are the key. And so communicating with people is the communicate. key. And he's just like, yep, he wanted he wanted a good voice on the other end of the phone. And then I moved into human resources and it was a trajectory of continuing to pave that that way of speaking for myself, just raising my I, – I like to tell people when you raise your voice, you raise your value. And so whenever I would meet a new supervisor, I was like, don't get used to me being here because this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in front of that classroom. I'm going to be welcoming employees. You I'm still had be, that dream. Just yep. want that dream. And so it was like a, a heat-seeking missile. Um, and um, I kept volunteering to train and be in front of audiences and speak and continue to speak. And executives were like, hey, how did you – how did you get – from call center to human resources, like that's like impossible. And I said, I just asked. So then they were sending people to me. And little did I know, I was like a bootleg coach. I was career coach, undercover. Yeah, you didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. And wasn't getting paid for it either. Right, right. <laughs> that's but, right. Yeah. So I kept on trudging through and asking various people, how do I get to where that guy is? And, and I think a lot of people are scared to do that. It, it is. It's intimidating. But it I, is. I think the... The overwhelming passion of where I wanted to go blinded me from embarrassment because in my mind, it was just a goal that I wanted to get to and I just needed some direction. Um, And I see supervisors and leaders and fairy god mentors as people like a career GPS. Um, And you tell them the address of where you want to get to and they help you calculate the route. Yeah. I love it. And you know, some GPS. Pe- yeah. <laughs> if they're if they're um insecure, find somebody else that can help you calculate that route. Maybe go up a step or look outside of the organization that you're in. Or my some of my family members were helpful in being a career GPS for me. And yeah. And I think a lot of people get stuck. Like you were you were at this corporate job, mm-hmm. you were doing a lot of other things. And a lot of us were there for X amount of years and we're just, we're frustrated, we're burnout, we're not, you know, feeling supported, we're not feeling motivated. Mm-hmm. What did you do at that point in time in your career? Ooh, um, there are a couple of times where I didn't feel supported and motivated, um, but I sought out people who had helped me in the past Mm-hmm. I kept in touch with the people who were like my that network. Yes, my yeah. board of directors. You I know, love it. Board, board of directors. directors. Yep. Yeah, and I reached out to them. I, I think it's a, super important to keep in touch. You know, you don't want to just dine and dash when you're getting. I help. love that dine and dash. <laughs> I feel like that should be a dating site because that's what happens. Yes, right? you know, just dine. And, I think it's so important to keep in touch with folks. And so I would keep in touch with these people quarterly and reach out to them and say, listen, I'm having this challenge with a supervisor or I'm not getting where I want to go. And I remember this one 
woman who um, was a fairy god mentor to me. She was the executive director of HR at the time. And she said, you know, it's great that you're talking about all these things that you've done in your career, but what have you done for the business? And that was like a light bulb moment because- yeah, turned it on. I did, not, I did not understand that when I'm positioning or pitching to go another step further or get unstuck or move forward- I need to make sure I share the return on investment. What's the value proposition for the organization? Almost seeing the business like Janet Jackson singing, what have you done for me lately? Bum, ba, dum, bum. Ooh, yeah. All right, breaking into karaoke now. No, I love it. So yeah, I think it's it's so important to think about. Dude, uh, true. Think I mean, about the business that yeah. way. And then if you're able to articulate what's in it for them, then they're more interested in saying, okay, let me help you get there because we're getting something out of this investment. This promotion is going to help you be more productive and come up with more innovative ideas. And So how did you move from HR person in the front of the classroom to show uh, your ask? 18 years of doing all the things for everybody except for myself. Yeah, that's right. And I Putting burned, everyone first. Yes, I burned out. Yeah. I burned out and... Um, my doctors actually said, this job is killing you. Yeah. And they said, um, if you don't leave, you're going to really ha- suffer some serious yeah. consequences of your health. And so my, I was experiencing stress-related um, symptoms and surgeries um, in the ah. last two years of my career there, and I needed to leave. And so within the last year of while I was working in corporate, I begrudgingly – I mean, like literally crying, signing um, my LLC paperwork to create my consultancy. And uh, my my boyfriend, who's now my husband at the time, was just like, you can do this. You've got like almost 20 years of experience sure. to do this. Just consult, you know, just yeah. consult. Do the things that you used to do and just get other people to do pay you. Do the things you love. Yeah. And he's like, and you can even like – Get out there and be a public speaker like you've wanted to do. And I was just like, really? You could still be at the front of the classroom, but not under not corporate America. Exactly. On my terms. On your terms. On yeah. my terms. And You're so, owning it. Yeah. And so I uh, moved up to Penn- Philadelphia. Okay. I was in South Carolina at the time. That's where we met. He's from Philly, but we met in South Carolina. Tinder. And he brought you back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. And we just... I didn't. I knew one person there, and literally just kept networking, shaking hands, and kissing babies, and going into different spaces. One fairy god mentor who is a dear friend of mine. I just I saw a sign, literal sign, on the side of the wall of her business, and said, "I'm going to be working with you one day." And I saw her at a professional organization meeting, and followed her into the bathroom, not into the stall, but followed her to the bathroom. <laughs> And I was like, I need to work with you. I need to work with you, yeah. You're my person. She was my first client, and I got in front of the class. I was facilitating, helping raise leaders. You know, I love growing leaders for a living and just helping develop women leaders. And um, that was how I got in front of everybody. I asked. I kept asking. That's amazing. So tips and tricks for our listeners who want to be a leader. Mm -hmm. What 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 kind of tips would you give them of what to do? Um, I think the biggest thing is to understand you will not know everything. And you don't have to know everything. That's huge. You don't have to know everything as a leader. You just need to know where to find the answers and use your resources. 
Um, I think that's super, super important. Understanding the skills and talents that your team has and knowing how to leverage them so that everyone's successful. Um, I also think that a big skill and tip as being a great leader is understanding that not feedback is a gift, that it's it, that it's nothing personal. It's just information. Yes. And it's on you. It's incumbent on you to provide that gift to the people that report to you, as well as being able to receive that information to help you grow and, and develop. I think a lot of us as women are scared to receive that critique and feedback. Mm-hmm. What what would you say like your first time? Do you remember that first time people were saying, hey, I need you to do this, 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 and this. And you were like, what? I thought I was doing that all the right. time, right? Or oh, yeah. what to change up or what to... I think there's a lot of shame yes, in, and I agree. almost feeling like embarrassed, you're shame. embarrassed. I yep. can't believe I didn't live up to this potential. Yeah. I think stress. the biggest piece of that is owning some of it. Don't, you know, sure. like obviously it's, it can be like an iron cloak sometimes when you get that feedback sure. and weigh you down. However, I think it's also important to come up with some solutions. And I think that's another leadership skill that um, is integral to being a great leader is what solutions, how can we make it better? So if you feel stuck or you've gotten feedback that you're not doing things correctly, well, what can we do to make it better? What suggestions do you think you have? I have a suggestion. What do you think? It's more of sure. the going into the woods. You know, yeah. what would you think about this? Or what do you think we could do about X, Y, and Z to improve X, Y, and Z? Yeah. When, when you're stuck on finding a solution or what to improve or mm-hmm. what to move forward with or, or really what to do, right? Because you had just said you don't have to have all the answers, mm-hmm. right? Or the all the solutions. Where do you go? What do you do to like get away Turn off the, yeah, turn off, turn off everything that's firing all at once in your brain. And you have those aha moments. Is there a place that you go? Is there, is it a hobby that you like to do? Is it, what is it for you? Where where can you escape to do that? There's three places. Okay. One is the shower. Okay. I find out that the best ideas that I come up with are in the shower and there needs to be some kind of, I don't know if anyone's listening and they need to invent something where there's like a dry erase board or something that doesn't yeah. wash off yeah. in the shower. I like it. Amazing ideas in the shower. The second is walking. Um, I find that when I am walking, my brain is just, I don't know if it's just Clears off your head. Yeah. And, and, and there's been studies that like some of our greatest thinkers and artists, artists and scientists take a daily walk just to kind of clear their mind and they come up with all these amazing ideas. So walking not only is good for your health, but it's also good for your, for your, um, for your creativity. And the third part is um, just kind of when in doubt, toss it out. So not what do you think I should do, but like more of what, what am I missing here? Like, can you give me some insight? Like, am I seeing something from a different perspective? Like, what am I, what am I missing? So maybe um, tossing it out to a valued, trusted friend or family member, a mentor, um, just to get it out there and socialize it. And then sometimes you'll be able to come up with some really creative ideas. Is there a space where you go to socialize it or is it a person that you, it's my you know, throw it at? Yeah. My husband's my biggest sounding board right now. Yeah. Like, he's been so integral in me launching this this business and 
um, us seeing it through. You know, he's just like, I want you to drive this thing into the ground. Um, and so he's my biggest fan and my biggest cheerleader. And so, um, well, he must have been cheering you on a lot. You've got some really great (laughs) stuff coming up. Um, and how I met you and how, how we got connected was I know your audio recording, is it a book? Is it a series? Is it what what are you doing professionally that yes. we can't wait to to hear about yes. from you? Yes. Um I just came out with my TED my TEDx talk. I did it last year, Wonderful. but it just came out. Excellent. Um it's why we should go why um wait we should go bald together is the title okay. of the of the TEDx talk. Um I have my book, Show Your Ask. However, when we were last talking, I was recording the audiobook version. That's right. Yeah. So that's coming out. It's in editing right now. It's being produced. Wonderful. I'm super excited about it. So connected RCBC, our adjunct. Uh, you did it, actually recorded at our adjunct yes. uh, space and he connected me. So RCBC is like this own little yes. network of things. And and what else? What else is going on on the horizon? What are some of the future things we're, we're looking forward to, to hearing from you about? Well, I am very excited to announce that I do an annual self-care isn't selfish retreat. And because Wonderful. of popular demand, it's um it's in Cape May. We've added two weeks. So, I love Cape May. Yeah. Well I wanna come. I, I will definitely send you an invitation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um we have two weeks. Um one is in September and the other is in October. And it's a wonderful opportunity for um, women to come together and just get away from it all. We measure your self care uh, metrics to see where your self care um may be needing some opportunity some more attention. And then we work on a strategy um, to get a goal and we work all year and keeping you accountable and and, uh, reaching that goal. That is beautiful. I love it. So I have these cards here that I always pull from and I'm going to pull some of these questions here. I have no idea. These are like wild cards. Oh, okay. So we'll see what we have. What's one thing that can instantly make your day better? Mm. One thing that can instantly make my day better. I knew I was going to stump you on a very hard one, huh? Yeah. You know what? Sunshine. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, fabulous. A I love it. That's day. easy. Yeah. That's easy. Especially in these past few days. <laughs> yes. It's been great. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Sunshine. Here we go. What is the most life-changing piece of advice you've ever had? Uh, my dad used to say, don't sweat the small stuff. And sometimes I just get wrapped up into the, oh, yeah. the mix of everything. Yes. And I have to remember not to sweat. Don't the small sweat stuff. the small yeah. stuff. My mother used to say, take it one day at a time. Mm. That was my kind of mantra. We got one more here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is a good one. If you had the attention of the world for just 10 seconds, what would you say? Attention of the world in just 10 seconds. Whoosh. You are enough. Beautiful. And I don't think a lot of people really take that in. So breathe that in, audience. You are enough. Yeah. It's beautiful. So I'm going to read down some of the words that we spoke about today. <laughs> and then what I normally do is at the end, I want to know what your personal hashtag is. So listeners, if you haven't listened to us before and this is your first time, at the end of every Baroness podcast, I go through all the powerful, moving words, themes that we've talked about here today. 
and I use them as if I was posting about you, um, that these would be your hashtags, but then I want to know what your personal hashtag is. Okay. So here we go. We ready? Mm -hmm. Village, raise me up, showcase, appreciate gifts, speaking chops, OG, big girl job, benefits, where you, where you call asking, how do I get there? Um, Pave the way, passion, goal, GPS, personal board of directors, value proposition, iron cloak, solutions, walking, when in doubt, toss it out, and self-care. Wow. You got some good ones. They are really good. Does it have to be one word? No, go ahead. Whatever comes to mind. I I, I, want to say be true to yourself. That's what's ringing in my like a little yeah I love it whatever the soul is telling me that's what's that's what's coming up for me. Well, you have definitely raised your voice today and <laughs> raised our values by listening to you. And everybody out there, be true to yourself. I want to thank Joy L for being with us today. This has been amazing. I'm so glad we connected. Um, and uh, you know, happy effective communication month in June. And I think it's so perfect for you because I'm hoping the audience listens to this and now knows to communicate, to ask, yes. to listen, to be themselves. You don't have to have the the answers to everything. Open up your mind, open up your soul, give yourself, keep asking, keep motivating yourself, have that board of directors and those people to raise you up. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have you on the Baroness Podcast. Thanks for having me, Brooke. You've been listening to the RCBC Baroness Podcast, which highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community, and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. For more information about this podcast or other podcasts available on the RCBC Podcast Network, visit at rcbc.edu slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the RCBC Baroness podcast available on all streaming platforms.